0: How's it going everyone? Jesus here aka Tyrant Dominus. So I'm here to bring you another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. Before that, there's a new movie reaction actually movie review on my YouTube channel. I just recently watched Glass. Actually I just finished watching Glass just as I'm editing this film. So you can catch that on my YouTube channel where this podcast also gets posted. If you're already on YouTube then it should be already in your uh, recently uploaded if not I recommend getting subscribed so you can look forward to this year I will be uploading a bunch of movie reviews as time goes on this January alone I'm about to go see two other films possibly a fourth uh, for sure I'll be watching what is that movie uh, I want to check out that weird goofy one uh the king arthur kind of mock-up i'm gonna check that one out uh and the recent one with uh kevin hart and yeah that one i'm gonna be watching as well in the next few days and i'll have that review up as well so look forward to that as far as my youtube channel but it's time for the podcast you know i've been babbling on too long So let's get on with the show. show. And welcome to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus. And today we have another guest from the Reddit realm. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so I'm uh, working under the pseudonym of Steady1142, also my uh, basically what I use on PlayStation Network, so <laughs> that's the inspiration behind that. Uh, you know, I'm basically just one of those guys that got into podcasting because he can't stop talking. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm basically annoying everybody that I speak to. So now I'm going to bring that evil force to the internet and see if I can uh, inflict myself upon people and mass.
0: <laughs> I hear you. I, I myself have uh, only recently been uh, listening to podcasts and uh, just shortly been doing podcasts. So what kind of what kind of got you interested in podcasting itself?
1: Well, I definitely have just. Uh, You know, I have uh, long periods of unemployment, mostly, and uh, having free time and listening to a ton of this stuff, and there's a lot of great information out there. Um, You name it, I like it. You know, I like all the things that everyone makes fun of, all the Joe Rogan podcasts and the Adam Carolla podcasts and the Jordan Peterson. Fuck, I like all of that stuff. And, oh, I'm sorry, uh, is uh, vulgarity on the table?
0: No, you're, you're more than welcome to speak your right. mind. <laughs>
1: Thank you. So, um, and then basically, I, I've been listening to these podcasts for a long time, and it's kind of to the point where it's taken up such a big part of my uh, actual time. Uh, even though you do other stuff when you're, you're listening to podcasts, it's not like you're necessarily just sitting there on the couch. But um, it's taken up, I, I'm just sort of aware of, I guess, a lot of the, I spent so much time listening to it that I think I just wanted to try doing it, you know? And that coupled with the fact that I literally, I like, can't go out in social environments anymore because uh, I'll just get into some kind of argument that I, I didn't want to get into an argument, but I, I end up, you know, pissing somebody off, and I think it's just getting weird out there, you know?
0: Hmm, interesting. Yeah, uh, so I
1: can't go out and not put my foot in my mouth, basically. <laughs>
0: Uh, actually, you know what's funny? You remind me of a, a podcast buddy of mine, um, Raúl. Uh, he he has, I believe, <laughs> the same style of uh, of conversation with people, and it's kind of it's he's he's worked his way into the podcasting game himself, and he uses that to an advantage.
1: Uh, I think I listened to you guys doing the uh, improv games with him.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, his his podcast, he's been doing it for about a year now. Uh, I randomly bumped into him on on Reddit itself, too, while he was looking for guests. And I bumped uh, and I got into his show and we were talking. And and now I've been listening to his show for uh, six months now. And uh, it would, I could could see how different, I like, what I like about podcasting is that there's so many different personalities on the platform and sure. there are there's a place for just about anyone kind of well that's kind of the same thing with any platform like youtube uh and any medium so okay.
1: yeah the internet in general is a great place to find your niche yeah i mean cuz they're out there <laughs> that's so, a- yeah I, I you know as long as i just i just want to talk to free thinkers you know who basically aren't uh you know, aren't a little bit too brittle, and I'm—I honestly don't think I have any ideas, or, or I don't say anything that's th- really that controversial. I think it's just, you know, ever since the election, just everything is political now, and you just can't—it's like inescapable, even in your social life.
0: No, it's a—it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, actually, this uh, this morning, that's kind of. Uh, around the time of what we're currently talking, because this episode won't be released for a little bit. Uh, right now, mm-hmm. the the big thing that's happening is the whole um, the shutdown thing.
1: Right, Trump and, had his big speech last night.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, like, like, uh, there it's a it's a kind of a for the what the work I do is a small team, so we kind of we kind of agreed because we we've grown tired of it already uh yeah. we've we've d- decided not to talk about uh politics uh but with this whole shutdown itself it's been so f- it's been so big and it's in- gotten to a point where it's affecting our taxes that this is we- a
1: very big moment right now. it's
0: like it's yeah and the- we kind of had to like break our 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 own word and say, you know, and talk about it. It's it's really been a, a really interesting couple of years now into his term.
1: Mm-hmm. I think uh, your rule about not talking about politics seems to be what the most sensible people are doing in a response. But it, at, at the same time, it's like, hold on. Like, <laughs> we just can't talk about this anymore? It's like, what happened? Just a few years ago, you can just talk about basic... You know, you could talk about socialism and capitalism. That—that's what I just did last night. I talked to some guy from Canada about socialism versus capitalism, and had a lovely conversation, by the way.
0: <laughs> see, you see, that's what—that's what—that's what sucks, actually, um, because one is—I—I never really was into politics until uh, the recent election. That's one thing that's grown for some people from the, po- uh, the this election. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: some but, people have become like politically activated,
0: yes, but there are some people who lack the i don't I don't want to say education, maybe lack the morality maybe maybe no well, lack, both lack, of those. <laughs> I, here's the word lack the common sense to properly talk about politics and just right. start mixing random jargon into the mix.
1: Right, and you can't go. You, you can't be like level-headed and rational. It's just like five seconds into the conversation, the talking points come out, and they don't go away.
0: And then it's just no, I'm right, you're wrong. And then it's just, bleh.
1: It's, so this it's, is actually like what I'm trying to. So I just did that first podcast last night. But the sort of what I'm trying to do is have these deep conversations from an unqualified perspective, you know? I don't have a political science degree. I, I don't have an economics degree. You know, I just watch a bunch of fucking shit on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, I just want to talk to other people that are basically at my level that have similar or variant opinions. And I want to just come to just rational, like, if-then statements. Like, you know, if my... Capitalist free market program <clears throat> is go is going to be better for education then would you like it? <laughs> or if you're a socialist, you know, a subsidized education would be better for the children. Would you like it? These kind of just branching points that of course you're going to uh, of course you're going to agree if it's something that you uh, if it would work. That that's kind of nobody talks about what. Well, whether your plan will work or not, it's just they talk about what they want to implement.
0: No, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's kinda of how things have always worked. That's what sucks. Yeah. And the 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 talking part has not been well not really been so forthcoming. And uh, Yeah, it's kinda of, it's good that you're you you at least you are trying to uh do something with that in for your show so uh, before we kind of dive a little bit deeper, so what mm-hmm. kind of you already started talking a little bit of what your what your you want your show to be? What kind of got you? Well, not not you already said why. Uh,
1: I also wh- want to make Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, how to play the game videos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, that was that was a debacle in itself.
1: We can talk about the loot boxes all. Year. I can go all day long on loot boxes. I'm. Uh, I was actually pro loot box.
0: Really? Yes. Okay. You want can to know you...
1: why? Yeah, sure. True. Sure. So, um, the thing with Star Wars Battlefront Two is the original plan for that game was that they would release. Um, there would be no downloadable content. Now, if you played previous dice games, it there's kind of a bummer because. After, um, after the first like, year or two, they release a lot of downloadable content, and then that shifts the, the demographics of the people that are actually online playing in the main core game. You know, so you'll find it harder to find servers for just like, you know, the main maps, because everyone's using the DLC, and I don't want to pay for the DLC. So the plan with Star Wars Battlefront Two was that they would not do it that way. Instead, they'd have this loot box system. And then you could essentially, people called it pay, uh, pay to win. And technically that's true. You could pay, but you're not really getting a gigantic advantage for paying. And if you're just like, I, within a, like a month or something of playing that game, I had unlocked all of the things for the character classes that I used anyway, you know? Like even with the loot box system, just not paying into it. So the thing is, that gives them a financial incentive to keep producing new content for the game. That was what they're doing instead of DLC. You know, the the DLC was the old financial incentive. They tried to replace it with this um, this new method, but then everybody kicked back against it so much that they eliminated the loot box system early on into the life of the game. And now they have no financial incentive to, you know, to improve the game anymore. No, yeah, that's kind
0: of, that's kind of true. So no, for I, me, I, w-
1: I was for happy me. just playing with, you know, playing with the system where a couple of rich, you know, Saudi Arabian prince, sons of princes were going to have all of the gear a little bit before me. I, I, that's okay. Okay. I can t- take them out anyway.
0: <laughs> there you go. Skill over um, gear. So, yeah, uh, for anyone listening, so this was this was what happened, Whoa, how long has it been now?
1: Well, I think the you know the game came out like in twenty seventeen, I think.
0: Yeah, not too long ago. So, yeah. for anyone listening, it's uh, it was, it kind of happened again for the recent Battlefield too.
1: Um, yeah, Battlefield Five. It just seems like n- nobody's interested in that game. I, I so, think their sales are doing terrible. Oh, I've no, played yeah. it some, and it's it's a good game. Like all Dice games are terrific but it's it feels like very reminiscent of Battlefield One, you know okay. it's almost like the same game
0: so yeah, so for anyone listening, so in the last well, the last few years, the last just just recently, dice and uh, slash Activision have really been going down, not in quality of games, but just their marketing yes,, oh, what was that?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I live right next to the freeway and I just ah. get a ton of traffic noise. My, I'm sorry about that. Okay, like, oh, are
0: you regular? okay over there, man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all the time. <laughs>
0: okay, but no, uh, within the last just few years... Because the
1: quality of the games have not diminished. They're terrific games.
0: It's just their their, their, their the way they're marketing and the way Activision is pushing DICE to kind of do these different ploys have been really hurting the company. Yeah. And there are there like you like you said the the loot box system could have worked. It's the way they implemented that was far and between what they really wanted it to be. Uh, because but, yeah,
1: I don't know what you mean by the specifics.
0: So a reasonable company that does it is Epic with Fortnite because they they all they really do is pay for skins and dances Yes, and, right. And yeah, it do- it that. doesn't really—it doesn't really matter. In it doesn't the game. affect
1: gameplay. Yeah.
0: While dice was really just giving you different like weapon power-ups and skills that did affect the game.
1: Right. That's so a- they that- have yeah that star card system, which it will uh, give you sort of like like a twenty percent boost to your 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 sort of skills, you, the various different you know grenades and. Uh, um, Various different tools that you you have, you know, you have like three skills for each character, and like it
0: could have it could have been it could have been done properly. What sucks is that for whatever reason, uh, dice and act slash Activision were just they just <laughs> did it wrong, and it really affected their. Uh, well, people
1: were pissed off about it. That's oh, for god. sure.
0: Oh god, yes, I I saw the I I I personally was not really. Uh, too deep into it, but I was on the sidelines watching it and hearing everyone's voices. Mm-hmm. Um, they, like, I was, for the most part, actually interested in um, uh, the second Battlefront, but uh I kind of stood my ground right after, because of the first one. Because I, I enjoyed the first one, but it wasn't as...
1: The first one almost felt like an incomplete game. Exactly. It was very interesting. And, so, uh... It's very different from Battlefront Two, mm-hmm. but um, Battlefront Two really delivered on just the on the premise of like you know fly, uh, drive any vehicle, play as any hero. They they really delivered on that, and
0: then it, <laughs> it, it, it was just that one negative, the really big negative that just affected the game and. Yeah, I don't
1: think it was that big of a deal. I think it was an overreaction by the fan base, but I think it was also a terrible miscalculation by Dice mm-hmm. or Activision or whoever made the call. But, but yeah, but, I think if people just lived with it, it really wouldn't have been that bad.
0: I know, and now now it's affecting Battlefield Five. Well, Battlefield Five itself has its own issues.
1: What's up with the loot boxes and that? Because I, I really haven't only I've only played a little bit
0: uh I've only just, like i said uh i haven't played i've played a dice game since battlefield four mm-hmm. and and it's been a while
1: yeah so as as i recall um from playing it for maybe an hour or two uh you basically just upgrade your guns and you upgrade the various skill classes you know you'd get experience for performing in game and by leveling up the various classes, you unlock their, their new weapons and uh, customizations for the weapons and so forth. Hmm. Uh, I did not see any pay-to-win present in the game. Not, that's not to say that it might have been in there somewhere. I tend to just sort of ignore that stuff.
0: Okay. I think, I think the only thing that happened with Battlefield five itself was, one, its release date was kind of really in a, a really awkward spot uh, because that was around the time that Red Dead Two and yes. the new Call of Duty was out, so they had to push back their yes. release date. That
1: is a um, pretty, uh, yeah, pretty bad move. They should have, uh, they should have just pushed it back more, probably. Now that you think about
0: it, yeah. And then, and then it just kind of came out as kind of almost incomplete, with the only releasing part of the game, and then kind of behind a a lock, a time lock.
1: Oh, the the, the right. open beta
0: yeah there was a yeah, well they a, always do that oh' not the beta the release game there was a there was a couple of the other modes were unlocked until a couple of weeks
1: after really oh so like a pre order scenario
0: kind of so you would you you got the game you you know you paid the sixty dollars you have the mm-hmm. game, but some of the other modes on the in the game oh. were not locked, or were not playable until uh two weeks after or something like that it was ridiculous that's,
1: that's weird, yeah you know I got spider man it's it's pretty good it, it, I mean it's not that great of a game. I kind of just burnt through it but it like if you like spider man you'll probably like it. Um, but the weird thing about that is I, I downloaded like you know the it's sort of like the deluxe package or whatever and it had like three DLCs but one of them wasn't playable until like a month after I bought it.
0: yeah so that, that weird time lock thing that's kind of yeah. the, that's kind of the thing they're doing now. Mm -hmm. Um, it's nothing new really it's just now they're kind of giving you in advance like this is what's coming out soon
1: yeah Uh, yeah, I guess not a big deal but But the way it worked out I never ended up playing through to to the third DLC because at this point I just I'm not really playing the game right now
0: that's weird right because we're like one there's not many uh, single player games out there anymore that really dives you into it like with the recent like uh, God of War that was a that was a really good game
1: Yeah um, I heard a lot of good things about it uh, but it just never really caught caught enough of my interest for me to actually play it
0: Exactly right there's not really there's not really right we're kind of in the in the time where multiplayer is really the the thing that everyone's doing and Yeah yeah that's
1: a, mostly what I play that's for sure so... I mean that's why I bought my PlayStation because I hadn't had a console for years, but I'd go and I'd like play someone's on someone's PlayStation 3 or something and play Call of Duty and I'm like, dude this is so much fun fighting people online you know and so eventually I just bought this thing, and I have put more hours into that Star Wars game than I would like to admit <laughs> it's It's a little <laughs> embarrassing no, man. fifty six kill streak with yoda that's that's what I've got just. But I mean, damn it! If you look online, you see these guys that go over a hundred. It's unbelievable. It's
0: crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, But no, yeah, we're just we're just in that time where uh, a lot of people are, are pushing for the the multiplayer. Well, that's just kind of happened with the the recent uh, nine, Yeah. Well, with the uh, Call of Duty, they completely took out the the single player. It's just pure multiplayer now.
1: Is that right? That's so funny because Call of Duty, they were the single player franchise. Those um. Like you know, modern warfare, that 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 single player campaign is, you know, awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah that's what they were they were kind of known for. And then they're multiplayer, yeah. and then they're like zombies and all that stuff. But now they right. removed that completely, and it's just pure it's just zombies
1: yeah. and multiplayer. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. that's kind of well, that's kind of it really. And
1: funny the, how that game warped. It started out at, as just a World War Two game. <laughs> and and we're not zombie game
0: and now we're uh, on the, the reverse with uh with battlefield being a world war ii game yes.
1: yeah and, and battlefield yeah they, and in the early history of battlefield they did a lot of future stuff so yeah, it's it, it's weird
0: it's weird um <laughs> uh, it's it's baffling to think about it really because um i was like i was a big call of duty person in the beginning uh when I, when i started playing a little bit multiplayer it wasn't until like the last few years that I really started picking up the the battlefield the 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 more uh, what is it what do they consider it like military simulators a little bit
1: right right like uh yeah I think that's sort of what they're trying to do like a pseudo simulator a, yeah. a very like a approachable um, fast paced playable but with elements of simulation
0: yeah. So it wasn't. it's not until recently that I've been playing them, but it sucks that you hope with every installment they get better. They have little by little, but it's just uh, these different uh, marketing employees that have been really affecting the games and hurting them.
1: Uh, yeah, it's and sad. Battlefield 4 was so good, and that was modern era. And then it seems weird that they just completely backed off from it and then they made Battlefield 1. I played that game a lot. It's a good game, um, but it's it's a weird game because it's a World War I <laughs> uh, war game, but it feels like you're playing in World War Two because every character has a fully automatic or a semi-automatic rifle, you know?
0: Damn.
1: You'd expect a World War One game to be a lot of trench warfare and a lot of bolt-action rifles, and those are just like, that is barely present in, in Battlefield One. It, it's totally like a, a World War Two game. That's what I'm saying, just with goofy-looking tanks.
0: <laughs> but I'm I'm ho- I'm hoping for for well, it's not really Dice that is really dealing with it. It's more Activisions so, uh, pushing all these all these things. I'm hoping that Activision will hold back from Dice just producing a really good game because they they're doing a great, great job. Yeah, I just wish. Activision wasn't on their heads all the time with all these little like microtransactions they're trying to do. And I, yeah, I know that the
1: microtransactions are so annoying. And the the funny thing is, if it's free to play, that's one thing. But when you pay sixty bucks for the game and then there's microtransactions, you're like, what the hell is happening? Here?
0: <laughs> I know, right? That like, I'm surprised. Kind of Call of Duty, the recent one, did it, and luckily it's it's doing a good job. Uh, it's just and,
1: paying for skins and stuff.
0: Yep, same. It's just the it's same. Funny Epic. that people
1: are willing to pay for that stuff.
0: I know, but I think I think Epic and
1: Fortnite, Epic
0: slash Fortnite, have kind of uh, solidified that as its norm now.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I've, I gotta say, I don't like Fortnite. I don't think it's that fun at all.
0: <laughs> it, it, it has its group, and uh, yeah. like I myself only, I I play it every once in a while when I well right after like a. I get off work and I play like a game or two, and then done for the day. It's not—it's not my cup of tea, but I'll play a game or two.
1: Well, I've—I've uh, I've played it more than I would have because, like, y'all like run into like you know, my coworkers from work are like on playing Fortnite, and then everyone's like chatting up, and so it's kind of fun in the social way. But the actual that, game itself, I don't find that terrific. That's don't get me wrong. Uh, the um the Whatever it is, the Hunger Games thing where it, it's it, it it keeps on getting closer to the center of the map. And I the bat- like that. The battle, yeah, ro-
0: the P- battle royale. Of-
1: yeah, battle Roy- royale, right? But um, it's all it's all the crafting and stuff that it just really. It's not like a shooter. It's just this is a weird crafting shooter hybrid.
0: The weird build, yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, I. Actually, I I one of my cousins he the The blackout mode for Call of Duty would seem better for you than. Yes, uh, yeah,
1: I, I heard about that. That does. That, cool.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's evolved a lot from where it came from. Like when it first came out, it it was a little. It wasn't bad. It was really reasonably good, and uh, now with all the last couple updates and fixes, it's doing really good. Because that's what that's what I was saying, stating earlier. It's like Call of Duty for being a $60 game to come out and then having you to still play for microtransaction is doing a reasonable job compared to some what people were thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, because one Fortnite is free so you would think that would that would still be its main thing, but Call of Duty has now put its own foot down and I think it's not only the nostalgia from some of the fans but it's it's that it's also providing it's providing this, uh, this this gameplay that people want in a different yes. style
1: Yes, I think Fortnite is not going to last forever. I think they stumbled onto something that people like, and uh, it, it's just a matter of time and uh, this call of duty game mode you're talking about blackout that's uh I mean that very well could kill Fortnite, you know you see like I mean like you said, I would like that way more. And, you know, I bring this up when I'm talking to, like, people my age. I'm probably, like, I'm, like, 30, (laughs) probably. Uh, When I'm talking to people my age, they tend to agree with me that they're not really into the crafting stuff, but they like the Battle Royale mode. And I I think maybe younger gamers are probably into the crafting more. Um, But... I think someone will just come along and do a better job at the Battle Royale, and then Fortnite will, will pretty much vanish. But maybe that's but, naive of me.
0: Uh, we'll see. The The Battle Royale kind of craze that's happening right now is kind of everywhere now. And, like, it, it, I like the idea. The idea is pretty good, you know, go, go from 100 and go survive to be the only one standing. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. But it's so... It's being put into so many games now. That is ubiquitous. Exactly, uh, and there's been so many games games that have come and gone already recently that have tried it and failed.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. That so, is true.
0: Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's kind of like what we had that weird zombie craze a couple years back that everyone right. was trying to do a zombie thing, and now we're in, we're in the the battle royale thing
1: yep yep, and then who knows what the next trend will be
0: exactly um, and I, I don't know it's it's kind of interesting but uh i'm not I'm not getting sick of the battle Royale, but I'm trying to like I'm kind of like i I just want one that I want to play and not right. all these all these kind of clones. These like, wants... yeah exactly so uh, we'll see um that, that's a good question like what's What's an interesting trend in games that you find good and then, uh, that you did not enjoy in your time?
1: Uh, um, so, there's, like, uh, I'll talk about Spider-Man for a second. It's, um, it was utterly playable, <laughs> you know? Um... So that's like a open world Spider-Man which is basically the trend that is started with Spider-Man 2 way back in the day based on the film Spider-Man 2. And that game Spider-Man 2, I think a lot of people remember because it was just terrific. You know, when you actually sort of you had a control over Spidey's uh web-slinging in a way that really felt like you were actually doing it. In in the previous Spider-Man games, he's just kind of like shooting his webs into the air and you're just kind of floating. <laughs> but uh now you'd actually have to like hook on to something and you could you could bank like angles and it, there was an element of skill to it. And I think so they they're doing that with the new Spider-Man game as well, except it's just like impossible to screw up you can kind of just hold the button and move forward and you don't really it doesn't you're technically spider-man is like latching on to walls and stuff but he's just kind of like it doesn't matter very much whether you hit the right wall or not there's it feels like it's less skillful than the game that was made you know whatever like 10 years ago so, or like Spider Man too. I mean, shit, that was a long time ago. That was like fifteen years old or something. Hmm. So, I think what they should do with the game, like uh, Spider Man or any like sort of superhero open world traversal game, is is add more. Like, it would be cool if like you screwed up and Spider Man would slam into the wall and take a bunch of damage. You know, but instead hmm. he just he just always reacts automatically. And it'll just sort of run up the wall if you just ram into it at full speed, and so it would be cool if, like, you're web slinging around and like you you hit like um like a light post or something, and then you tumble like a GTA game. Okay, I think cool. That would really change the dynamic. And, yeah. But... Uh, sorry.
0: No, no, I don't. No, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Continue.
1: Um. And so the thing is, uh, I've been thinking about. This other element of it for years, where if you just added like a shooter aspect to the Spider-Man interface, that would just be the greatest multiplayer game ever. Just webbing around like the city and trying to like snipe each other, that that would just be unreal.
0: <laughs> just basically Spider-Man versus Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um,
0: oh god, that would be crazy. I can imagine you just swinging and trying to like snipe web each other in the air.
1: Yeah, we're like flying through the air and trying to like unload a fully automatic, like you know, down to street level or something. It, 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 Spider Man doesn't use guns, and I love the comics, and I don't think that's necessarily like the direction the character should go. I just want to play that gameplay.
0: Well, well, what's lucky is Spider Man has like different web techniques, so you could like have like a huge web ball hit you, or like yeah. multiple,
1: or yeah, like have a different yeah, thing. That- is somewhat present in the new game, but it's, it's you know, not very skill-based.
0: But someone, luckily, with a lot of recent stuff, like, a lot of games can, you can pull the assets. Someone out there will probably make something the assets. It well, could I think be possible.
1: What, uh, what you really need to do is, like, mod GTA. And, and uh, give the guy, like, superpowers. I know people have already done stuff like that, but if you ever use the various codes on GTA to do like super jump uh it's actually really fun because you can like you can kind of like jump up incrementally jump up to really high buildings uh, kind of like you know a kind of like you're a superhero or something that like leaping around you know
0: mm, yeah um, so I
1: think you basically like add in superhero stuff to just something like gta like have you ever played um Saints row the new saints Row games
0: I've only ever played Saint Rose two I wasn't big into that franchise i got I got into it late I think mm-hmm. I picked up i well I was given Saint Rose 2 when the last one came out and I like the idea the idea of the the game is kind of cool it's just this more ridiculous GTA right. like I like the idea I just I, it was around the time where I was kind of falling off those types of games. I was like, "It's mm-hmm. not my thing." And
1: I'll tell you, um, the new—that's another franchise that has warped a lot because it started out as wacky GTA, and now it is pretty similar to what I was just describing. Like you have full-blown superpowers, you're like flying around and stuff. It's pretty crazy. There's like no more point to use cars, even though you can. But, like, I'd never use a car when i play that game because I'd literally just fly to the other side of the map. But uh, that, it was a lot of fun. And it really, you know, there was no multiplayer component, which I would love to have uh, experienced. And I think it it just, like, it felt cluttered. They just threw a lot of uh, features at the game, and some of them stuck and some of them didn't. I think if you were to dial that in, make it really skill based and uh, and then balance it into a multiplayer environment that would that's what I want to play and nobody has done it yet and I, I think other people would like that stuff a lot
0: hmm interesting yeah but this yeah idea
1: I've had for 15 years <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey like it's it's these these ideas that kind of spark other people to make these games. Um, and hopefully one day put them out because.
1: Yeah, well, they're... I would love I would love to actually have some kind of hand in development. It would be cool, but I just don't have any technical skills, you know.
0: Hmm. I hear you. So, what's what's a negative uh, cliche uh, game? A
1: negative game.
0: Yeah, or something uh, that you've noticed in the last couple of years that you've just th- have not oh, enjoyed in
1: games. Minecraft clones. <laughs> they are the worst fucking games in the world.
0: Ah, I hear you. the The whole uh, what is it? What, what would Hytale. you consider Minecraft? So Hyt- uh,
1: that might be cool, Hightail, but uh, that's essentially just like Minecraft too. Mm. That's what they're attempting to do.
0: Okay, but no, it's the uh, the weird survival crafting type of game. Yeah, everyone's yeah. doing it. It's, the original uh...
1: Minecraft is awesome. Um, I still play that game, but. Uh, they, all those clones, where they they look like Minecraft, but they they're trying to like make it more um, so like more uh, straightforward and less of like a, a esoteric, I suppose. Um, those games are just the worst fucking things ever. I just got got one downloaded for free. Uh, I I don't even know what it's called. It's you know Kingdom of Blocks or something. It was free on PlayStation Network right now. Just a total piece of shit. You play it for five seconds, you're like, "Well, I just want to play Minecraft." <laughs>
0: it's 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 it sucks. Where yeah, it's it's I, I, you you kind of took the words out of my mouth. It's it's <laughs> it's just these clones aren't aren't what it is. It's just everyone trying to just kind of piggyback off something that's been extremely popular. And the yeah, last man, everyone's doing
1: that. That's been like our whole conversation. You know, all that Fortnite, and they're doing it. Yeah, everyone's ripping each other off.
0: And now, that's and fine, now, I'm glad it's kind of dying down as far as those weird survival blocky style games. Like there are, mm-hmm. every, survival games themselves have also been a cliche. By, that was big too. And now well, that's
1: remember uh, when No Man before No Man's Sky came out, everyone's like, "Oh my God, they did it! This is gonna be the coolest game ever."
0: <laughs> oh God, that was a garbage disaster. Have it's, you it's, played it? Uh, luckily, I did not purchase it on game on day one. Yeah, um, I didn't either.
1: <laughs> um, I still haven't played it. I, I would like to play it. It's, it's probably a, it, better than people oh, say. Oh, God. The, the,
0: la- the, the company did a couple big updates in the last six months. So it's, the game's been out for almost two years. Right. In the last six months, they've extremely, extremely uh, improved it. It's not what it used to be. Uh, a buddy of right. mine was holding out. He, he would pop in every once in a while, but the game... The game is now playable, from is that what right? he says. So. That it's a, it, if, you're, if it's a game that you wanted to play, it's a, now is the time to do it. It's, it's, I was
1: thinking that. Yeah, I was thinking that. So that's so, interesting. So I yeah. also noticed that the price has gone back up on PlayStation Network. It had reached, like, it had gone really low. It had been, you know, discounted very heavily in the past. And so now it f- seems like it's like, you know, 45 bucks or something.
0: Yeah, you missed your chance to buy it yeah. cheap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: So, but no, the game has greatly improved, and uh, so, so talk, now you know we we've, we've been talking about kind of some of the games in the past. What are the, some of the games that you're kind of interested or or looking forward to into two thousand nineteen that you you're excited for but kind of a little hesitant about?
1: Well. So, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen with the next installment of GTA. Now, that's probably pretty far down the road. I don't know exactly what the timeline is. But it it probably... Definitely not 2019, that's for sure. Um, So, let's see. I think uh, Star Wars Battlefront 3 is supposed to come out in 2019. Is it really? Because they're released concurrently with the movies. That's what a friend of mine told me. But then I thought that sounded weird because... You know, they're still—they just added a bunch of big updates to the current game, and it seems like it's too early to make a new one.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, well, mostly with all the backlash, Battlefield 5. I don't know if, well, I know Dice has different like little uh, compartmentized uh, groups that work on everything else, but yeah. so Battlefield, uh, no, no, Battlefront 3. Let's see. Continue, you can keep talking.
1: Um, you know, so yeah, anything that Rockstar makes is going to be really interesting. Um, people seem to really, really like Red Dead Redemption 2. I have not gotten it yet. I'm probably going to get it eventually. But uh, I, it's just not necessarily... It, you know, it's kind of feels like it's just GTA with less features. And then as I say that, that actually sounds like that would be more fun to play online. <laughs> Have you played GTA Online recently?
0: No, I haven't. I, I I watch a lot of it, but I haven't touched it myself in the last. When did it's that? Just... Ah, oh, it's three years old, isn't it? Three four years.
1: The online community is still very robust, and it's very interesting what they've done with the the online mode. But it is, it's at this point, it's like too cluttered up with all these crazy features, and everybody's got like some kind of super explosive sniper rifle and there's all the and it just takes sort of a lot of cash and grinding to unlock all of these specialized weapons and you can these various different vehicles there's even a thing they added where it's literally an orbital strike so if you're getting beat up by a guy too badly you can just go to like some van and look at the map and shoot him from the sky
0: you see that they, that's another company that did microtransactions really do really good because like like you said the uh, the GTA community has like been a strong community that's been been held together <laughs> within the last couple of years and uh, and yeah, it's another company time. that's been putting pushing out content for their online.
1: Yeah, like, well, I, that's what they do is they make all these and this is kind of what I think has basically ruined the game. Is they add these new features, some new vehicle or some new weapon that's going to give you an edge in in the competition against other players, and then they make it it's like three million bucks or whatever. So you can either grind for forever to get that. It's not forever, but it's a decent amount of grinding to get those things. And then uh, or you just you know buy buy one of those shark cards or whatever, and you just buy GTA bucks.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. um. It it kind of worked. That's another another company that's done it like done it right. Like if you, I, it's, you...
1: yeah, but I think in this case it ruined the game. I think people are <laughs> buying the GTA bucks, but I, I think it really this is much more of a pay to win scenario than, yeah. than the than the loot boxes in Battlefront.
0: In a sense, yeah. I can't I can't really say too much since I it's been a while since I've yeah, but. I I can but I can turn, tell. Yeah,
1: sorry, I I didn't really answer your original question very well. <laughs>
0: nah, it's fine. It's just uh, it's 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 just weird because so many companies are doing so many things, and like we were we were kind of in that. We're 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 like dealing either with like innovative ideas or dealing with companies trying to gouge people out with the microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many, so many cool ideas out there. Like, what, what is it? Like, oh God, cyberpunk. Uh, shoot, why can't I remember the number?
1: Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: um, the new cyberpunk game that's becoming going to come out. Uh, what is it called? Cyberpunk. God, what is it? Cyberpunk. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077. Right. Okay. Like, have you have you not seen the the trailer for that? I have not. Oh god, this is. I would I would recommend. I would recommend looking at the. There's a one. I actually was watching the 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 one hour uh, showcase they did for this. That game, like the the idea for it is gonna look good. It's looking good already. Um. And the ideas they're trying to put out, because the the game the game's not gonna come out for uh, a little bit longer, uh, probably not until 2020 maybe. But the the gameplay they put out has been fantastic. I would recommend checking out the, that if you have some time on your hand, because it's worth watching that um, kind of it's like I think 40 minutes long video.
1: Oh just, yeah, I see the YouTube video.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. It's, th- this might be a game that you want to check out. Like mm. I highly recommend it, and I highly mm. recommend anyone listening to. Uh, this is uh, first
1: I've heard of this. Is this like a single player thing?
0: Uh, at the moment, yes. It's it's made by CD Projekt Red, um, the guys who did. Uh, what did they do? The Witcher, uh, okay. and and all those like it's a. It's it's being done by a really good company. Like, kind
1: of, I'm getting like a Deus Ex vibe from it.
0: Kind of, yeah. You get different mods and stuff like that for your character. It's really interesting. It's gonna. It's. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, I I highly recommend you watch the video. It, it might catch your attention. Actually.
1: Well, I'm into that type of stuff. I think you know this is. It's kind of like, oh, oh, you know what's kind of similar or reminiscent is have Just Cause. Have you played Just Cause three?
0: Yes, I I have mostly because it was free on PlayStation. Yes, <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> why, mostly why I have all my games. But I think that one was very good.
0: Oh God, the the shenanigans you can get in that thing is ridiculous. Exactly. I love it. I love it. You know, yeah. it's a it's a game I've, I've I probably would not have picked up if it wasn't for free.
1: I would not have at all. Yeah, totally off my radar. But I um, think that is an excellent game.
0: It, it turned out to be a really fantastic game to kind of just play the missions, but also just goof around. And, uh, Absolutely.
1: You know, I just couldn't... I got addicted to just trying to destroy things with those those little... Um, you, you'd shoot, like, a tether and then shoot a connection point, and then you can pull them together, and you can, like, pull structures apart and stuff. And there's something... There's, like, a digital, like, kinetic element to it, you know?
0: No, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I like, I like, it's fun what you can do with that. I've seen so many videos out there as well of people just doing like, bonkers things, and it's just sometimes I just want to get in there and try something. It's,
1: it's, it's very fun. Yeah, it's very fun. And that's what it, it it's, yeah, so I think that's its own kind of, that that game's combined in a, a lot of things, but, uh, that's kind of that's kind of sort of the, the way I'd like Deus Ex type thing to play more. With the game like Deus Ex, uh, you're just kind of like the features are never really terrifically exciting. It's almost just like you've unlocked a new cutscene on how to like kill a guy.
0: And you just follow the beat after that, just little by little.
1: Yeah, and then with Just Cause, it's like you these allow you to interface with the interface with the world. Differently. You know, like it allows you to actually fly a little bit more effectively or something like that. It's things that, you know, that dynamically interact with the environment.
0: So, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's. Wait, uh Just Cost 4 is out too, right? Yeah,
1: that just came out, and I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Hopefully um, that comes out free on PlayStation Network too.
0: It will eventually, and when, right. I do, when it does. um. I look forward to it, because... Yeah.
1: <laughs> My thoughts, exactly.
0: But, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next gen of games to come out. We'll see... See what's out there.
1: I'm, I'm curious to see what's coming next. I think we're kind of in a little bit of a golden age for video games. And I think it was either going to get even better, or it's going to start... Everything's going to start to totally suck. Or, then... I think the third option is that things are just gonna get really weird, <laughs> you know like with v r like who knows what direction that's gonna go oh
0: god um um luckily v r has it's still pretty expensive to get into that market, but it's slowly a little little by little making it easier for the common person to be able to afford it uh, and and the, the games from from when it came from to what it is now have like, surprisingly improved. There's so many fun games of what I've seen.
1: They, ha- they had to figure it out eventually. I think so, everybody's first instinct is that it's just going to improve the, like, shooter experience, but it turns out that nobody wants to play shooters with that thing over your head because it gives you, like, motion sickness.
0: Yeah, it's, it's more kind of, like, choose-your-own-adventure stuff. Things like Yeah, that.
1: yeah. That's, yeah. That's interesting. It's almost harkening back to, to, like, an older time in games. Because they're doing the type of stuff that you know, like yeah, exactly. Like you ever play those old like Indiana Jones games where you're like clicking the, on the different clues? Yeah, the, the,
0: the pointing clicks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's like that's the type of stuff that could really work in that VR environment.
0: No, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. It's uh, they're kind of going backwards slightly in that method. Like eventually, eventually, we'll get the the shooters. But at the moment, I think it's good. Someone will figure
1: that out eventually, and then then it'll I, be a big hit.
0: But yeah, you're right. It's it's a good time that they're kind of going back a little bit to let players like like there's other types of games, other people like right. it's yeah. what brought the game industry how the game industry came out. They, just these point and click games, and now well, we can wait and see until that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we'll see, man. That's a super interesting. I mean, I've been in like GameStop or something and I'm like, "Man, that's only like 400 bucks or something." It's it's really not that far away. It's just like getting a new console.
0: No, yeah, it's a uh, little by little. I think um I think it, they even dropped the price of the Vive, too. Uh,
1: yeah, well, they they're going to try to do that. You know, they always try to get the actual hardware out as cheap as possible because they make their money on the games.
0: Mhm. So probably in the next couple, the next five years, I think I've talked with this with uh, a couple of friends of mine uh, within the next five years, we'll probably see you like a good, uh, good stock of VR just really because it, VR was, was a weird gimmick that came out of just a couple of years ago where right. it's just like, but now it's kind of, it's there it's not like in everyone's like mainstay. Yeah, it's not like everyone's putting their attention to it, but it's it's touching people a little by. That's a weird way to put it, but it's uh, touching, people, touching people, by,
1: people little by little. It's like Kevin Spacey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, but it's um, it's, it has people's attention a little bit more. It's like it's in their periphery, and um, hopefully in the next five years, uh, we'll see we'll see that there's going to be a very interesting AAA game out there for it.
1: yeah yeah no i think you're right it's like when it first came out uh it was like everybody was trying to rush to just deliver something that they could call vr and, and then it's just ha- it has terrible graphics because the way the pixels work when it gets closer to your eyes you, you need much higher resolution to create something that looks you know as good as your tv so um they're, they're, these things come out. They have shitty graphics, and there's no games. And the games that do exist, no one wants to play.
0: <laughs> Garbageware. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and so it just took a few years for people to work out the kinks, and now I think it's to the point where it's people want to play these things, but they're not like thrilled about it. And I think you're right. It bored about five years away from some A plus triple A game that. Um, that might just shift the market around a little bit.
0: So, yeah, I'm looking forward it to might it. might have
1: something to do with fucking a digital Bulma. Just don't <laughs> quote me on that.
0: Hey, no, like VR, you, you know, VR came out because someone wanted to do porn.
1: On oh, it. yeah. It, they're Well, you know, porn is like um, they're always at the cutting edge of technology. That's something about that industry.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, like you gotta, you gotta thank porn for slowly bringing VR into the yeah world. yeah
1: the U.S. military and porn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're kind of getting to the end of the show. So uh, this, has been,
1: this has been fun. How long has it been?
0: Uh, almost an hour. Yeah. All right. So, um, so now we're at the portion of the show where I'd like to ask my guests for a story about. The the weirdest, strangest, most convoluted thing that has ever happened to you, ever encountered, or have ever seen.
1: I I should have spent last night trying to think of a good one. Oh man, I I don't have many good stories. I've got a well, I got like maybe a little bit of a ghost story. It's very common, but. Uh, my dad uh, died when I was a kid, and then I had a very vivid dream uh, about my dad. And then I woke up, and all my brothers wouldn't shut up about how vivid of a dream they just had. And then, you know, like a few minutes later, we discovered that he was dead.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, but that's actually a common thing. A lot, like, it? Yeah, well, you know, that you have these kind of quote-unquote prophetic dreams. Um. So uh, I'm. I i do not think it's necessarily ghost or something. Uh, I I've heard very similar stories. If you ask people about, hey, have you ever? Did you have a dream when your mom died or something? You might be surprised how often someone says, yeah, yeah, I had a crazy experience.
0: Okay, okay. But damn, that is that is ridiculously weird
1: though yeah yeah and my i mean my mom had a similar my uh grandfather passed away more recently and my mom had a crazy vivid dream and so did her brother and so did my oldest brother who knew who knew our grandpa the best so um that stuff happens people definitely have some weird dreams man
0: oh god that is wow dude that is amazing and Oh god, that just gave me a little chills too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but dude, that you is should amazing. ask people, ask people on your podcast. I bet you'll have be surprised at how often people tell you about that.
0: Yeah, I might, I might that to that. I might add that to the list of things. Wow, dude, that's cool. Like you, you said you didn't have a story, but that is that is an awesome. amazing one.
1: I'm glad I didn't disappoint.
0: No, that's that's fantastic. It it gets it's like I've been doing this for a while now, and like a lot of people share like different random stuff but sometimes you never know what will come out from someone because so many people live different lives and it's it's fascinating to hear people's stories because like i would have honestly never met someone or talked with someone who could say that they had this extremely prophetic dream
1: i would not have even brought it up if you didn't ask the question so i think that turned out to actually be a terrific question Nice done sir
0: no thank you man thank you so now it's time for the game show portion of the podcast. Do I win? So, <laughs> you decided to play Love Match. For our listeners out there, Love Match is a game where I will be introducing uh, uh, Steady to three lovely ladies, which. Each lovely lady has two very good positives, but there's this one negative that you're going to have to worry about. So I'm going to be listing out their positives and negatives, and you're going to have to tell me why you would choose one girl over the other, and let's see who you end up
1: with. Got it. Sound good? All right. Let's play the game, baby.
0: All right. So our first girl, Lisa. So... Lisa, uh, gives great massages and can get you into the hottest orgies. All right, there's Lisa. Next is Amanda. Amanda is a firefighter. She's uh, that's been her life stream since she was little. On top of that. She owns a top-of-the-line sex dungeon.
1: Oh. <laughs> yes,
0: Amanda. Right. She's into some in kinky shit. Got it. Next and lastly is the uh, Stacy. Right, right, Yes. Stacy. Very
1: generic. Generic names. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Uh, Stacy is completely blind to all your flaws. So.
1: Well, that's that's a big plus.
0: Uh, on top of that, she is also a genie.
1: Like like she has magic powers? Yeah. Okay.
0: So, at the moment, who's kind of peeking your interest?
1: Definitely Stacy! That's like the best deal ever. I mean, I can if she's blind to my flaws, then I should be able to pretty much cash in some free wishes. Right? And yeah. the free wishes, you can really do anything with that. I mean, if I wanted a top-of-the-line sex dungeon or to get into an orgy, I, I think the genie could actually wish me in there. <laughs> All right, then. Clear frontrunner in this scenario. Um, now, with Lisa, I, I would like great massages, I must admit. Um, my fucking back, man. Dude, uh, I think you're a little younger than me. <laughs> Turning into a goddamn old man. When you're 30, I, like you have to start like stretching, I think. <laughs> So massages uh, would be terrific.
0: No, no, I, I already have a bad back for, from working on heavy lifting for the last couple years in my no, job, I'm, so
1: so it's, it's bad. Nah. <laughs> Yoga, it, man.
0: It, it, it works, you know. But, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Good massages is a good massage every once in a while.
1: Hey, man, everyone likes it. Um, getting into an orgy, you know, I think I'm not an orgy guy. <laughs> I gotta be honest, like, uh... I'm kind of a one-woman man. And uh, not to say that one woman for the rest of my life, necessarily, but one at a time. <laughs> All right. Um, so Amanda is firefighter, which is interesting. She's probably very handy. She can, like, you know, fix a squeaky door and that sort of thing, or she can, uh, you know, if you ever get stuck in your car, she can deploy the Jaws of Life. So I think she'd be, <laughs> she'd be handy. Right, like a firefighter, you know, comes with skills. But then again, you know, she's got to have kind of a wide shoulder base if she's going to be carrying this 250-pound guys down a, a burning stairway. So I think she might not, not be the best in the slender frame department. <laughs> um, but she wanted it since she was young, and that means she followed through on her dreams, which means she has a lot of strength, and character. Now, the top-of-the-line sex dungeon, once again, I am considering a red flag in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if I can, I, like, I don't think I'm, like, you know, I think I can, you know, bring the loving pretty good. I'm no slouch in the sack, but I don't, though, if she has a top-of-the-line sex dungeon, this, this woman, she knows something that I don't. <laughs> She's just operating on a higher power level of, of sex, and I, I don't know if I can keep up, you know? <laughs> alright then back. yeah Stacy is the clear winner to me I mean that genie I could just wish anything man
0: <laughs> alright then let's uh let's continue on then so we'll start with uh we'll start with Amanda so here's a, here's a little thing about Amanda that uh, people uh that you find out while you're dating her she refers to her genitals as their no no
1: whoa <laughs> So, so yeah. That suggests that she has a history of sexual abuse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, but yeah.
1: Well, you know, because when you infantilize your sexual behavior, that that's like you know, if you watch a lo- enough Love Line, like I have, <laughs> you, uh, you learn about this. But yeah, um, people that were uh, sexually traumatized as children, they they'll often like infantilize sexual words and stuff like that. You know? Call it, like, my Dina lane instead of my cock. You know?
0: That's interesting to know. But yeah, that is her
1: quirk. So that that does help explain the sex dungeon a lot, though. Is the molestation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I should've, we shouldn't laugh about
1: that. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. We're gonna get you kicked <laughs> off the internet.
0: Uh, but anyways, let's continue. <clears throat> so, uh... Stacey, the genie. So, the thing about... Stacy, she can only masturbate to pictures of your family.
1: Whoa! Yeah, you know, that's a tough pill to swallow, I gotta admit. Maybe she's after something that, you know, wouldn't be conducive to a long-term relationship. But then again, there's a flattering element to it, because she's not jerking off to, or you know, not jerking off, but she's not masturbating to some other guy's family. Or, or you know, like, she, apparently she's kind of appreciates what she's getting at home to some extent. You know, okay. like, my brothers look a lot like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, and lastly, Lisa. Lisa, surprisingly if you say, isn't potty trained.
1: Jesus Christ. I mean, how can you operate as an adult? I I mean, that's huge, huge negative. Once again, Stacy's coming out way up in, in this game. Uh, oh,
0: so kinda tell, tell me your thinking and uh, kinda give me who, 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 who do you wanna go out
1: with? I mean, it's gotta be Stacy, man. Uh, the, the thing with the being interested in my family, that's, you know, that's pretty weird. But everybody's got their flaws, and and you know, she doesn't care about mine, which is <laughs> a huge advantage. Um, I imagine like a I Dream of Genie type of like lifestyle. And you know that that show was a pleasurable romp. If that's what my life's gonna be like, you know, she's just twitching. Or no, that's bewitch. <laughs> but whatever, you know. If I guess the negatives of the genie thing is that she's got a lot of power. So she, if if you cheat on her or something. It's over, you know. She's gonna turn you. She's gonna polymorph you into a rat. Um, but I'm still going with the genie. Also, the genie thing is just really hot. And I'm not necessarily, like I said, I'm not into like orgies. And I, I think the sex dungeon is a little bit above my pay grade. And I think Stacy might be okay just with like good old-fashioned doggy style.
0: All right then, ding ding ding. Stacy
1: is your girl.
0: So there you go. You you get Stacy as your girl to be. There you go. The game is over.
1: I wish. I wish I actually got a girlfriend from (laughs) this.
0: Sadly, I can only give fantasy uh, partners out.
1: Yeah, well, if this were Dungeons and Dragons, I'd be
0: thrilled. uh, Maybe one day, but (laughs) you Uh, got yourself a genie for a girl. So. So. Now we're closing the show. This is a time where I I let my guests kind of uh, let them well, basically sell themselves like where they can find you, where they can find your stuff, and things along those natures.
1: So you can't really find anything. I filmed one video last night, and it has not been posted yet. Or by film it was recorded audio podcast. This is the second podcast I've recorded anywhere, and um... This is your show, and you've been graciously enough to have me on, Mr. Dominus. I really do appreciate this. But uh, my uh, name is Steady1142. I'm uh, playing PlayStation 4 under the same name. And I'm going to be posting this stuff very soon. I do not even have a name for the podcast yet, so I'm pathetically underprepared for my plug.
0: (laughs) No problem, man. Like, once once you have it, just email me, and I'll tweet about it, Instagram it, whatever
1: for you. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. But, I need to so, fire up, I guess, like a Twitter.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, but So everyone look forward to that. It seems it will be an interesting talk for mostly those people who feel that some political uh, podcasts seem a little too high-end for people. Sometimes you want something a little bit more in the casual level to listen to. like yeah, something yeah. More
1: we- So it's, it's like a semi-casual um but uh, i we willing to discuss things beyond matters of politics and economics i'd love to talk about culture social stuff psychology i'd love to talk about uh if anybody wants to like try to like have an argument about jordan peterson i'm game for that that could be interesting have Watched you read really his too book many of those. uh i listened to the audio book yeah of okay. the 12 steps and i've tried to listen into his earlier book maps of meaning which is a lot more like in-depth and technical. And uh, I have not gotten through the whole thing, but I'm sort of inching my way through it. Mm. I've listened my- to so many of that guy's like lectures and everything. I feel like I can just parrot back Jordan Peterson pretty effectively at this <laughs> point.
0: Then maybe one day I can uh, show up on your podcast and we can talk about Jordan. It's been in the last couple months that I've really been looking into him.
1: Ah, sure, you know, I'm, I'm game, uh, whatever you want to do, man. Uh, that would be awesome. I, I, yeah, Um. in the future, yeah. I, I'll, I'll keep in touch, and we could probably set something up relatively soon.
0: So everyone look forward to that. But once again, this is the Completed Podcast, so I want to thank everyone for listening. You can always find us on Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere where podcasts can be found. As always, you can always find us on Twitter and Instagram. So, thank you everyone for listening. Until next time. See ya!
1: Hey everybody, uh, my name is Grant, and I host a podcast called It's Trivial. Now, It's Trivial is a game show in which I pit comedians, musicians, podcasters, and other interesting people against one another usually in front of a live audience for the sake of public ridicule hope you'll check it out there's something there for everybody there's stuff for uh, people who like movies uh, music uh, history geography comic books and even more be sure to give me a follow here on social media on instagram and twitter at it's trivial show and check out the entire first season of it's trivial now in your favorite
0: podcast app thanks